January 23rd, 2020, <clears throat> and welcome to episode number 238 of the second installment of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set, of course, to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We're going to do a little bit of a switch here once again, ladies and gentlemen. As we are going to first start off with the wrestling history and birthdays here for tonight. And here to bring it here to us from the talk shoot chat box here this evening. The human suplex machine himself, John Gross. John, of course, is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. And also, of course, part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Hopefully, momentarily, we'll get a chance to hear our wrestling news and views here segment as well. Coming from, of course, our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, of course, represented tonight, hopefully here in the next little bit, by the Ice fan, J.D. Jared D. Geralimo. Of course, we do welcome John to 238 of Wolfpack, sir. Good to have you here with us here tonight, John. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed here tonight comes to us from our group dedicated to the National Wrestling Alliance, NWA US Built on Tradition. If you care to join us for our live video feed from NWA US here tonight, Please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash NWA US tradition. And if you care to join us to, of course, talkshoe.com, the phone number as always is 1 605 562 0444. Caller ID 138521 pound. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we are have planned on talking about here tonight. Which, in addition to our history and birthdays, also our wrestling news and views, we also, of course, will be bringing you our own personal thoughts and opinions as to what took place, of course, last night during the Wednesday night war between AEW and NXT. Plus, also, of course, speaking of which, we also will be bringing you our, our of course, this beginning of our predictions for both the NXT World's Collide show this Saturday as well as, of course, the Royal Rumble, of course, on Sunday. And we'll have more. We'll talk more about, of course, uh, uh, special programming, of course, due to Worlds Collide and the Royal Rumble here coming up here in just a few moments. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get things started here. Uh, of course, as as John has put this, go ahead and start this off with a bang, as we always say. And let's start off with our wrestling uh, history and birthdays here for this evening, January the 23rd. Our first, of course, ladies and gentlemen, comes to us 36 years ago today, which will place it at 1984. Uh, a very big time moment here, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as of course, back in that, back on this day in 1984 in Madison Square Garden, Hulk Hogan defeated the Iron Sheik to win his first WWF title, for, of course, held it up for the next four years during which time both Hogan and the WWF rose to national and international prominence. 
As for the Sheik, he held the title for one month after defeating Bob Backlund in the same arena. But for Hogan, after winning the title, he stayed champion for the remainder of four years until he dropped the belt to Andre the Giant on February the 5th, 1988. 33 years ago today, which would put it at, let me see, uh, that would put it at 1987, the one-man gang defeated Hacksaw Jim Duggan in a Loser Leaves UWF match. Duggan was headed to the WWF as a write-off. With the loss, Duggan and Terry Taylor had to vacate the UWF World Tag Team titles. <clears throat> On this date here, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> 25 years ago today, which would put it at 1995 on Monday Night Raw from Palmetto, Florida. The Smoking Guns, of course, Bart and Billy, defeated the 1-2-3 Kid and Bob Holly to win the tag team, the WWF Tag Team titles for the first time. On the same show, Vincent Mann announced that Bam Bam Bigelow was suspended without pay for 30 days after he shoved Lawrence Taylor during the Royal Rumble event. Uh, 24 years ago today, which I do believe, uh, let me see, that would put it at, uh, this is going to be a shot in the dark, but I want to say 1996. Yes, that is correct. On this day, 1996, WCW held Clash of the Champions 23 from Caesars Palace in Las Vegas, Nevada. The show is noted for the return of Miss Elizabeth, who was last seen in the WWF in 1992. A woman who regularly who was regularly appearing for ECW, also returned to the company. Of course, of course we know who woman would be of course, later on. Conan defeated Psychosis to retain the Mexican heavyweight title. This was also their debuts in WCW. 20 years ago today, put it at the year 2000, WWF presented the Royal Rumble on Madison Square Garden in New York City. 19,231 were in attendance with 595,000 homes Watching, of course, on pay-per-view. And, of course, here, here are the matches right here. Making his debut to the WWF in the first match was Taz, as he accepted the challenge of Kurt Angle and defeated him, ended, ending his undefeated streak. The Hardy Boys defeated the Dudley Boys in the first-ever tag team tables elimination match. Mae Young won the Miss Royal Rumble 2000 in a swimsuit competition when she flashed her puppies to the audience. May Young was a, was used as a late entrant. Chris Jericho defeated China and Hardcore Holly to become the undisputed Intercontinental Champion. The New Age Outlaws defeated the Acolytes to retain the WWF tag, tag Team titles. Triple H defeated Cactus Jack in a street fight match to retain the WWF title. Of course, in John's opinion, one of the best matches of the decade of the 2000s. I would have to agree with that, John. Very good one indeed. And The Rock last eliminated The Big Show to win the 2000 Royal Rumble match. And here are the competitors that 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 uh, appeared in, in, in the Royal Rumble matchup. Number one was D'Lo Brown. He was eliminated by Rikishi. This was D'Lo's last Royal Rumble match. He attempted to compete in 2001, but Drew Carey took his place. Number two was Grandmaster Sexay. This was his Royal Rumble appearance, but he was also eliminated by Rikishi. Number three was Mosh. This would be his last Royal Rumble appearance, but he was also eliminated by Rikishi. Number four was Christian. This would also be his first Royal Rumble appearance. Again, ladies and gentlemen, he was also eliminated by Rikishi. Number five was Rikishi. He eliminated D'Lo Brown, Christian, Mosh, both members of Too Cool, Steve Blackman, and Viscera, but was eliminated. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me there, folks. 
by the big boss man, Test, British Bulldog, Gangrel, Edge, and Bob Backlund. Number six was Scotty Two Hiding. After all the after the entrance, all three members of Too Cool did a dance. But Rikishi stopped the dance, eliminating both members of Too Cool at the same time. Number seven was Steve Blackman. He was eliminated by Rikishi. Number eight was Viscera. He would be eliminated by Rikishi. It would be Viscera's last Royal Rumble match until 2005. Number nine was the Big Boss Man. He eliminated Rikishi, Farouk, and China, but was eliminated by The Rock. Number ten was Test. He eliminated Rikishi, but he was eliminated by The Big Show. Number 11 was the British Bulldog. This was his first Royal Rumble appearance since 1997, and he eliminated Rikishi, but was eliminated by the Road Dog. Number 12 was Gangrel. He eliminated Rikishi, but was eliminated by the Big Show. Number 13 was Edge. He also eliminated Rikishi, but he was eliminated by both Al Snow and Val Venus. Number 14 was Bob Backlund. This was Backlund's first Royal Rumble appearance since 1996. He eliminated Rikishi, but was eliminated by Chris Jericho. After Backlund's elimination, he took his elimination walk to the crowd. Number 15 was Chris Jericho. This was Jericho's first Royal Rumble match appearance. He eliminated Bob Backlund, but he was eliminated by China. Number 16 was Crash Holly. He was eliminated by The Rock. Number 17 was China. She eliminated Chris Jericho, but was eliminated by the big boss man. This was the last time a woman would compete in the Royal Rumble match until 10 years later in 2010 when Beth Phoenix entered the Rumble. Number 18 was Farouk. He lasted 18 seconds, but was eliminated by the big boss man. Thanks, 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 of course, with help from the uh, Mean Street Posse. Of course, that group always hung around with Shane McMahon. Number 19 was the Road Dog. He eliminated the British Bulldog and Bradshaw, but was eliminated by his own partner, Billy Gunn, in the final six. Number 20 was Al Snow. He eliminated Edge and Hardcore Holly and made to the final seven, but was eliminated by The Rock. Number 21 was Val Venus. He eliminated Edge, but was eliminated by Kane. Number 22 was Prince Albert. He was also eliminated by Kane. Number 23 was Hardcore Holly. He was eliminated by Al Snow. This was Holly's first Royal Rumble match since 1996. Number 24 was The Rock. He eliminated the big boss man, Crash Holly, Al Snow, and the Big Show to win the match. Number 25 was Billy Gunn. He eliminated Bradshaw on the Road Dog, but was eliminated by Kane. <coughs> Number 26 was the big show. He eliminated Test, the Godfather, Gangrel, and X-Pac, but was eliminated by The Rock in the final two, and this was the big show's first Royal Rumble match. Number 27 was Bradshaw. He lasted 25 seconds. He was eliminated by both the Mean Street, the new, I mean, I'm sorry, the New Age Outlaws, thanks once again to the Mean Street Posse. Number 28 was Kane. He eliminated Val Venus, Prince Albert, and Billy Gunn, but was eliminated by X-Pac. Kane made it to the final four. Number 29 was The Godfather. He was eliminated by The Big Show. And number 30 was X-Pac. This was X-Pac's first Rumble match since 1996 when he was known as the 1-2-3 Kid. He eliminated Kane, but he was eliminated by The Big Show. In the middle parts of the match, Kind Tai and the Main Street Posse did interfere, but they were tossed out. And Kind Tai's second run back in the Big Boss Man threw Taka Mishinoka over the top rope so hard that Taka suffered a broken nose. Funaki tried two more times, but again got himself thrown out. The Main Street Posse's sole purpose in this match was to get rid of the Acolytes, and they did. 17 years ago today, which was put at 2003 in New York City, John Hennigan and Matt Capitelli were announced as the winners of Tough Enough 3. Hennigan went on to moderate success as Johnny Nitro and also John Morrison, winning the tag team titles with Joey Mercury and The Miz, 
and the Intercontinental title one time in September of 2009 over Rey Mysterio, and plus the ECW Championship in June 2007, where he defeated CM Punk to regain the belt. Morrison would leave the WWE in 2011 after a false count anywhere match against The Miz, but is now, of course, back in the WWE. Capitelli, on the other hand, never made it to the main roster, as sadly he was diagnosed with cancer in 2006 and retired from in-ring competition soon after succumbing as soon afterwards, he succumbed to it, sadly, on June 29th of last year. Ten years ago today, put it at 2010, Jake Roberts announces his retirement from professional wrestling. After his retirement, he straightened his uh, life, uh, life surviving cancer and also was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2014. Three years ago today, we put it at 2017 on Raw, a magnificent moment happened on Monday Night Raw in Cleveland, Ohio, Rock Lesnar, Goldberg, and The Undertaker all stared at, at each other down, all stared each other down to end Monday Night Raw. Today would have been, ladies and gentlemen, we go to the birthdays here. Today would have been the 80th birthday of the legendary Giant Baba. Also, today is a happy 30th birthday to Alex Silva and happy 60th birthday to Leilani Kai, the first woman to challenge for the women's title on March 31st, 1985 at the inaugural WrestleMania against against Wendy Richter. And John says that is all for the wrestling history and birthdays here for today. And hopefully here momentarily we'll get a chance to hear some wrestling news and views here from the Iceman, Jeremy Geralmo. Uh, we, we do, of course, thank of course, uh, John, for bringing that here to our attention. <coughs> uh, while, while we, of course, continue to wait for JD, let me go ahead and bring you here this here indeed. Um, and we, I think we have someone coming in, and we'll bring him on here, of course, momentarily. But in the meantime, folks, let's go ahead and give you this one more time. 1-605-562-0444, caller ID 138-521-POUND. It is 9.34 p.m. Eastern Time on, on of course, uh, Thursday, January 23rd, 2020. <clears throat> Episode 238 of NWO Wolfpack, of course. This is Mr. WS Chad Hinshaw, along with the human suplex machine, John Gross, of course, here with you on Talk Shoe. Of course, remember, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed coming to us from NWA US, of course, uh, built on tradition, of course, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash NWA US tradition. I do see, of course, we have several folks that have that has joined us, uh, including, of course, uh, of course, John did, of course, also pop in on our live video feed, as well as, of course, uh, Mr. Duano Smith. I hope I have that name correctly. We welcome you, sir. And also, also, of course, uh, uh, also, of course, here we do see here that uh, one, a, a couple, a, another gentleman, of course, from John's group, uh, John Gross uh, Red Sports and Wrestling Incorporated. Uh, of course, Mr. Justin Lewis Fleming. Uh, of course, he has, uh, of course, been posting a lot of a lot of wrestling history and birthdays. On, of course, as in addition to that page, also, of course. One of our pages here, WCWS, of course, WCWS Fan Empire. Uh, Mr. Fleming, we thank you very much, of course, for, for coming in on that. And I do believe, of course, I, I do believe, of course, they have also shared this video on their page there as well. So we do thank, uh, we do, of course, uh, thank thank them for, of course, uh, bring, bring that, bringing that, of course, to light there on their page here as well. Uh, thank you very much there, of course, gentlemen, for uh, taking care of that here for us. We are we are very very also Mr. Eric Schwartz, which is another gentleman of course off of John's uh, Facebook group as well. We do thank we do thank him as well 
for joining us there as well, John. Uh, thank, please send, of course, our best, our, our, our appreciation to both Mr. Fleming and Mr. Schwartz for joining us here tonight here as well. We thank you very much. And I do see, like, see, we have someone now coming in on the talk shoot chat box. Let us check and see who this is right here. Let me see here. Yes. Okay. Yes, I do see who this is. Now coming in on the line here, ladies and gentlemen, he is a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. He's also, of course, uh, a contributor to WWS Raw Radio. He's also known as the Heartbreak Kid here in our radio network circles. And, of course, if you think about that classic 60 sitcom, Happy Days, you got to think about his other uh, – got to think, of course, of, of another – of one of the central characters off, off of that show that, that was known for always doing a certain little something. Um, if I'm not too much mistaken, I do believe it was something I do believe that went just like this. He went, hey. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie now has made it all to 238 of Wolfpack Fonzie. We welcome you here, sir. You got right now me and John. JD is, uh, of course, running a little bit behind because he has the runs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm not sure where he's at, but I was told he was going to be a little bit late, so he should be here momentarily. In the meantime here, Fonzie, while we wait for JD to come on so we can get, the, of course, wrestling news and views from him, um, Let's go ahead and let's let's go ahead and get uh, get to your take here. Of course, I'm sure that you did mention some stuff to us last night about NXT. Of course, you do keep up with NXT here for us, and we are of course very appreciative of that. Uh, but we would like to have your own personal thoughts and opinions as to how last night's episode of NXT went. Like I say, last night is an amazing show. Um, uh, they did actually they beat AEW by a, by a margin pop boy um uh, the Keith Lee match was really good entertainment I said mm-hmm. But if I would have broken ankle, look like it looked bad. It, he survived it. Um, Tony Storm, there was like a double uh, count out because uh, um, uh, what's her f- uh, what's her face, Chad? With the long ponytail, we said it last night. Oh, Bianca Belair, I think J.D. said who that was. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. But uh, then uh, Ripley won. That was a good match. Uh, Cody Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes, tag team tournament. And that was really good. Um, So next week... Next Wednesday is the f- for the championship. Uh, yeah, bro. Uh, his partner and the GYV the veterans. Oh, the that's that's, that's gonna be, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, Pete Dunn and uh, yeah, bro. Uh, that should be yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, uh, I give the show 9.5 out of 10. Oh. Do you think it was the fact that Keith Lee finally won his first title, in your personal opinion? Yeah. He deserves it. We think that kind uh, of we'll see what happens. Yeah. Right. I will mm. see what happens. The tag team champions. We'll see what happens. Okay. okay. But uh, okay. we'll see. Right. Do you think also the re- also another factor here? Of course, obviously we said NXT may have kind of overdone AEW. Of course, in the ratings. Do you think it might have been because of the fact that they said that AEW was a taped episode last night? You think that might kind of also been the reason? Why uh, not really. Not really. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, uh, start out with, like I said, the, the first semis, the tag team, like a GY, GY veterans and, uh, uh undisputed era and mm-hmm. undisputed era loss. Then you had, uh, like I said, uh, Finn Balor. It was not even a contest. That lasts only two minutes, probably not even. They should never, they should never recommend that match, honestly. But yeah, um, the girls. Was pretty good. And one girl, actually, it was two girls fighting. Like I said, Tony Storm a pre pre warm up match. Like I said, uh, a Belair interferes. So it was a double knot. Then you had Rio Ripley coming out, and she fought her match. Um. Yeah, and uh, actually, actually, um, okay, it opened up with Undisputed Era, but they got uh, interfered, not interfered, but uh, distraction by the premium last night. That's why they lost. Interior, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they showed up, and in the end, it was a free brawl after Keith Lee's match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it ended. It ended a show with a a brawl match. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens next. We'll see what happens Saturday. The world collide, and. Should be good. Start off tomorrow night, Dallas with SmackDown. Right. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. So, yeah, NXT did a little bit better, but it, it didn't matter what, if it was tape or anything. But, um, yeah, like I said, I get NXT 9.5 out of 10. So, okay. yeah. Okay, good, 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 um, good uh, points of view there, Fox. Thank you very much, John. Did you have any thoughts about NXT or AEW? Your own personal thoughts about them, please.
John, John, John says that both shows were good. Did anything stand out in your mind, John, as far as any stuff happening on either show? Man, JD was streaking. <laughs> would you would you believe that that's something I actually didn't want to really want to hear right now? Uh, yeah, uh, I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> now nah, you're all right, Mike. Now we're all having a good fun here, so you're you're fine. You're here. You are just fine. That was a joke anyway, because besides, actually, I kind of revealed his actual nickname, by the way, on, on the chat box, if you didn't see it. Uh, he is known in China as the Tiny Pecker. <laughs> <laughs> and the sad part is, the, the sad part is, when I, I that was about, about an hour or two ago that I typed that up, he was the only one that saw it. <laughs> I said, oh, geez. Okay. Um, John says here, of course, his, 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 uh, his thoughts about, uh, he's got a couple of thoughts about NXT. He did actually say NXT, obviously, of course, Keith Lee within the North American belt. And also John said, he makes a good point here. Now, this would surprise me if they did not do this, but he, he they, would, they would like to see, he would let me in his personal opinion. And I, I would have to agree with him that John said he would mind seeing a surprise appearance in the rumble by keith lee i wouldn't mind seeing that i love to see that myself i mean because you got keep in mind you got five spaces left in the men's royal rumble match who knows they may have one of them reserved maybe for maybe for a couple of nxt guys i don't know but there's a lot of guys here right now that hasn't even been mentioned as i mean john i mean jd brought it up a couple times last night he you know for example, the club. Neither one is in. Neither one is in it. I said the revival. Uh, Matt Hardy is one. Of course, with him possibly him possibly leaving to go to, you know, if he decides to leave and go to possibly AEW or something. Uh, uh, could they have an NXT UK guy over there? For all I know. I mean, I man. Of course, all I, all I gotta say is though, and Fonzie, I'm sure you and John would agree that right now at this juncture. They they may be saving the final five spots for surprises on Sunday, but what they got to worry about now, they're three days out now from the Rumble. They only got, unless they've updated here, which I haven't heard anything yet, which I'm gonna go out here in a minute and check. But they only they they of course, like I said, only have five, yeah, five women, five or six women for the women's Royal Rumble match, and they're supposed to have thirty. So they oh. if they're going to do something. They really going to, to get on the ball here. And oh lord, we got to open up the windows. Uh, Fonzie, of course, like I said, there's a gas leak here now. I can uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I pulled oh, a muscle oh, on my back. It hurts. Oh oh, we're pulling the oh. chamber. I know how you feel. Don't tell me about a hurt back. I know how that. Uh, anyway, um, so. Is this WWE oh, way of trying to continue to surprise the band? I mean, I mean, give me a break here. I personally. What's that? I mean, the the fact is, is like what I, what I what I mentioned last night, of course, on Revolution. I said 
that they may have the final five spots reserved in the men's Royal Rumble match. They're gonna probably wait till Sunday to reveal all that. But the women is what they gotta really gotta worry about. Are they honestly gonna have surprise people with only with twenty some spaces still left? I mean, are they gonna do it now? Start putting placing them in there right before the match even starts, or before the event starts, or something like that? I mean. I mean, they really got to get on the ball here with that. I mean, personally, my, my personal opinion. But, but you, everybody now knows how Vincent Mann is thinking nowadays. So that that's 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 the grim reality here. Um, so we're really going to have to really just keep our eyes on the ball here and see what happens here. JD must be having a, a fun time here. He, he, I haven't heard from him. We have, still have him on, online here with us. Uh, okay, let me see here. Uh, uh, da -da. Oh, shit. Wow. You all right, Bob? Yeah, my, my muscle hurts me. Like if I turn to do something, it hurts. Yeah, I, I know. Tell me, tell me about it. Um, tell me about it here. Let me let me anything. look at that. I know. I, I well, I know that. See, see that, that 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 see that's what happens with me. I may not do anything at all either, but yet for some odd reason, it does bug me. So I mean yeah. I know how you I know how you feel it sneaks up on me. Okay. Right. No, they still haven't updated yet. It's still five. No, I mean women. I checked the yeah. WWE Network. It's still they have a couple matches. You know, Shorty G versus Sheamus. They added. Yeah. Yeah, I know they add, they yeah. they added it. They added it from last Friday when I was Bobby and I were in Greensboro. They added that one. And they added Bailey and Lacey Evans for the SmackDown Women's Belt, yeah. and, and the stipulation, of course, for Roman versus Corbin. They added, they added that then there as well. And also that right. Universal Title match, a strap match, that all happened in Greensboro, by the way. So there you go. Yeah. So, so we 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 were we were we were fortunate enough to hear a lot of that. Um, let me see. I do think. Let me see. I think we yes, I think John's just mentioned it reminded me of it. I do think we have another another certain person coming in on the line here. Uh, so Fonzie, if you if you don't if there's something on on this person you don't want to see, then cover your eyes. That's all I gotta say. Uh, ladies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, now get ready to come on the line. Here's a 2015 to 17 WWS Hall of Famer. He's also, of course, another part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio, of course, right here. On talkshoe.com every Monday afternoon here, of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen. He, we all know him, uh, of course. Taking in the, taking in the, of course, the uh, nickname of the one and only Dean Malenko, of course, the Iceman, and of course, we we do also know him as just as 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 just simply two letters, and that is of course JD. But of course, ladies and gentlemen, his real name here, and Fonzie, of course, unfortunately has the unpleasant. Has the pleasure of living right and be the one close living close to him. <laughs> no offense, Bonds. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, here he is, of course, the Iceman and Silver Likes. So we know him as JD, but of course, in real life, he is known as 
uh, Jared D. Geralmo. JD, welcome to 238 of Wolfpack. Are you ready to rumble? Are you ready to see when Waltz collide? Oh, it's true. It's damn true. And you better put away that freaking folders, too. But if you bring any of that while you're on this show, buddy, I'm... <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, I'll let some by your side, so don't worry. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, he's ready for bed. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, of course, uh, J.D., we, we got everybody else situated here as far as... Uh, we got our history out of the way, and Fonzie and John's left their thoughts about NXT and AEW. So we're going to actually go and turn things over to you now. And also, of course, right after that, you can leave your thoughts for both NXT and AEW before we get to, to whoever is going to be doing their predictions here tonight. So, J.D., please go ahead, sir, and take it away with your, with your part of the show. Please proceed. Thank you very much. Hercules Ayala, better known for his time as... Ruben Cruz, however, and who wrestled for World Wrestling Council in Puerto Rico and Stampede Wrestling back in the 80s and early 90s, however, died of heart issues, however, this morning at the age of 69. Aila was born in Puerto Rico and grew up a fan of the business as he would take his first steps into pro wrestling when his mother moved his family to Boston and he met Angelo Savaldi at a gym. Savaldi began training Aila for the ring. He worked several undercard matches for the old Worldwide Wrestling Federation, the WWWF, in 1974 and 75, as Ruben Aila, chosen Aila as it was his mother's maiden name. He worked several, toy, ter- several territories after that, including the WWC, where he started racking up title ranks, including runs as the Puerto Rico champion in 76 and 77. He met the Hart family in 78 and traveled to Stampede, where he worked in the late 70s and early 80s as a heel. He also had a run with Jim Neidhart as the Stampede International Tag Team Champion in 1980. All in all, however, in the WWC, he had multiple times, however, he held several times, including multiple times, however, three times as Caribbean Heavyweight Champion, one run as North American Heavyweight Champion, one with the North American Tag Team Championship alongside Victor Yokova, five Puerto Rico Heavyweight Championships, three World Junior Heavyweight Championships, the WWC World Tag Team Championship with King Tonga, and three WWC Universal Heavyweight Championship reigns, and developed a close friendship with guys outside of the ring, including, believe it or not, however, uh, Bruiser Brody, Carlos Colon, and Abdullah the Butcher. Our thoughts and prayers are with uh, Ayla's friends and family, however, as he is no longer with us, however. Of course, he worked as a booker also at the American Wrestling Federation, had an in-ring run, ring, excuse me, ring run there, as he returned to the WWC after the AWF folded and had the WWE 2011 show dedicated to him on WWC. So our thoughts and prayers are with his friends and family. Meanwhile, a six-person tag is set up for tomorrow night, however, on SmackDown, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, as we will tell you about that, however. So far, we will have the big dog Roman Reigns, along with, however, his cousins, the Usos, take on Cockstain Clown Shoes himself, Boring Bland, Baron Corbin, however, the somewhat vest-wearing, however, bartending wedding singer Q-Ball Lex Luthor wannabe, however, mind you, however, and his two cronies, the show-off, the douchebag dickhead Dolph Ziggler, however, the show-off, and, of course, the glorious one Robert Roode, if you will. Meanwhile, however, NXT's viewership, however, headlined by the North American title last night, that's why Keith Lee win the title, however, go up from 700,000 viewers the week before to 769,000 viewers. For the night, however, NXT finished 35th in the 1849 demographic, while AEW won the battle of the night with 871,000 viewers, 71,000 viewers and finished number eight in the same category. So apparently AEW, despite the fact that they had a tag match that started out the match with the Young Bucks, however, against SC, or excuse me, 
Kenny Omega and Hangman Page taking on SCU and closing it with John Moxley and the Bastard Pock, a.k.a. Neville, that saw Moxley become the new number one contender to the AEW Championship and now will face Chris Jericho, Le Champion, coming up in February at Revolution, Chicago. AEW was the big winner of the night, however, despite the fact it was on a tape delay show. As we said, they finished tower with 871,000 viewers, down from 940 the week before. We'll see what happens next week when AEW returns home, Howard, to Cleveland, however, and goes to Cleveland State University next week as they will be back live on tour here in the States, Howard, as they will be heading off to Cleveland State University next week, however. Yeah, exactly. Uh, near their stadium, if you will. And like I said, they'll be at Cleveland State University next week. But again, they finished number eight for the night, Howard. Like I said, they did. Uh, let's see here. As we said, they had 940000 the week before, however. One... Two, three. Sorry about that, folks. I'm just doing my math here. Whoops. Screwed up again. Like, huh. I need, uh, uh, one. They had 69,000 less viewers last night. But again, NXT delivered 769,000 viewers. Meanwhile, however, on NXT UK today, however, it was a very interesting show for the go-home show prior to One World's Collide for the NXT UK audience. Among the matches that happened, believe it or not, however, we'll tell you about right now, however, coming up, however, here in just a second. But before we do that, however, we understand that former WWE wrestler, however, Rich Swan, however, is on the road to recovery for an ankle injury. He suffered at the Bash of the Brewery earlier this month. I'm undergoing surgery to fix it. Impact Wrestling and Sue Young both took the Twitter to reveal that Swan went in for surgery days to get to people low. Swan suffered the show which took place Friday before Hard to Kill and was forced out of his match alongside Willie Mack against the North for the Impact World Tag Team Championships. So our thoughts and prayers are with Rich Swan in a very speedy recovery and hopefully in getting better soon, however. Meanwhile, however, the AT&T Center, however, is advertising a very interesting show for Monday Night Raw, however. Among the matches that have been discussed, however, so far include possibly the Viking Raiders, Kevin Owens, and Samoa Joe teaming up in an eight-person tag against the new tag champions, the architect Seth Rollins, Buddy Murphy, and the Authors of Pain. In addition to that, early reports say that Brock Lesnar could be, however, mind you, however, on the show as well, coming up this Monday following the Royal Rumble in San Antonio. But nothing has been confirmed yet. Now, among the matches that happen again in the UK show today include the following. Jordan Devlin, in a qualifying match, defeated Ligro, L-I-G-E-R-O. Eli Draganova took on Josh Morrell. And Travis Banks defeated the Brian Kendrick, however, believe it or not, however, in a title match qualifier as well. Devlin and Banks, with their wins, however, against their opponents, now qualify for the World's Collide Fatal 4-Way. That will see Isaiah Swerve Scott and Angel Garcia also entered into the affair, coming up, believe it or not, however, this Saturday night, however, at the Wedding Worlds Collide show in the Fatal 4-Way for the Cruiserweight title. Meanwhile, however, finally, however, as we've been talking about Antonio Brown for the last couple of days, he's in news again. An arrest warrant now from his appending, but it has yet to be executed, however. Hollywood Florida police expect him to turn in himself soon and rather than later. Christian Latta told USA Today this afternoon, however, the following. I believe they've given him ample opportunity, however, to turn himself in. I'm sure it's going to be either within tonight or tomorrow or this weekend, but I'm not sure exactly when. I would be assuming it would be soon rather than later. Letta confirmed that when police arrived at Brown's house regarding the incident, he went inside his house and locked himself in. Police eventually made contact with him. 
Brown, of course, allegedly refused to pay $4,000 to a driver of a moving truck this week who was delivering Brown's California belongings, throwing rocks at the truck as it pulled away. Brown then agreed in communications with the moving company to pay $4,000 plus an eight, extra 860 When the driver returned, Brown allegedly refused to pay more than 4000 battered the driver, and Glenn Holt allegedly took the keys to the truck so that Brown's property could be removed. Holt was arrested and then released from jail last night. Brown's arrest, meanwhile, remains pending. At some point, however, his time to turn himself in may run out. We'll keep you up to date with his story. Thank you very much there, of course, J.D., with that rest of the news reviews here segment. And, of course, J.D., along with King and W.O.G.R.T. Smith, is King Ice. Your 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team to bring all news is fit to print here in the WWS radio network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, the super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination, nor would we ever try to. <clears throat> now let's see what J.D. has to say here as we, of course, get, get, hit, get, his, get his thoughts, of course. Oh, to, Chad. Well, hold on. Well, I was... I was on a roll, but, but, but yes. Um, I find the the men's Royal Rumble match is it going to be in it? There's this number one Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, King Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, Eric Rowan, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Elias. <laughs> uh, Ray Mysterio, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Tucker, Rusev, Austin Black, Buddy Murphy, Braun Strowman. <laughs> Since Macamora, no Seth freaking Rollins, KO and Samoan Joe. That's so far in the men. Here's the women's. The women's only Big has five. Big yeah, Rick Flair. Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, and Sarah Logan. Then we have a couple matches um, listed. You have Universal Champion uh, Ray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan in a strap match. Harry Bush. Raw Women's Women's Championship. Uh, Becky Lynch and Oscar, uh, SmackDown Women's Champion, the Slut Bailey against Lacey Evans, uh, Falls Con Anywhere, Roman Reigns and Keith uh, Cockstain Corbin, we call it. Uh, I think it just added, it just added United States Champion. Uh, Andrea versus Orumbeto Carrillo for an U.S. champion, then Sheamus and Shorty G. Then you have, here's this, Intercontinental Championship, 
Shinsuke Nakamura versus Braun Strowman. That's your surprise they just added. Those two. United Big States boy. Championship and uh, <laughs> and the Intercontinental Champion. Uh, okay. Uh, th- okay. Thank you. Thank you very much, there. Thank you very much, there, Fonzie, and 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 of course, uh, of course, uh, JD JD's friend, uh, enormous generals. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm looking on Wikipedia. I have not seen anything about Nakamura and Strong. They probably won't announce until later. I, I just saw it in CBS. JD, it's at home. It's on Wikipedia. Okay. CBS Sports. They were CBS added Sports. on. Under CBS Sports, JD. You'll see it. They were, uh, added, okay. they were added on last Friday when Bobby and I were in Greensboro. So Sammy Zayn actually declared that they would be in it. I thought they yeah. also said Cesaro was too, but apparently Cesaro isn't. So. Well, they announced on CBS and they'll probably put it on Wikipedia sometime today or in the next day or two. I would think they've got to get something going there. Okay. Absolutely. But now, and in, in the meantime, in the meantime, here, ladies and gentlemen, let's see what JD has to say about his own opinions about what happened during the Wednesday Night War, of course, between AEW and NXT. And keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, of course, judging him on tonight's uh, discussion here, of course, about this is, of course, long wrestling judge Harry Bush. Uh, <laughs> uh, Did you Chinese guys? Official Long yeah. Wayne. And, long, and, uh, yeah, long, long Wayne, long Wayne and his son. Uh, never mind. I'm not even tiny, watch it. Tiny, tiny Tecno. <laughs> no, no. Uh, me, 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 me. Me so long. Me so long. Now, did you guys hear they changed the NXT? Did you guys hear they changed? Yeah. Did you guys hear that they changed now? The NXT Women's Championship now is going to be referred to as just simply the NXT Championship. They can't do that. They mm-hmm. already got it in. No, they're now referring to it. I'm not joking. I'm dead serious. They refer to it now. It says and WWE is now referring the NXT Women's Championship to NXT Championship. Oh, that's bull. Uh, that is bull. I'm dead serious. You might want to check on that. I'm not doubting you. I'm not doubting what you're saying. I'm just saying that that is nothing but bull. I mean, how? And then they, see, they don't. They don't know what you're going to talk about if you, if they do that. Yep. Seriously, you're I, I mean, why in the world would they? Oh dear Lord! This close to the pay per view. I don't know why. I don't know. This a few days before the pay per view. I don't know why. But anyway, let's get into the discussion of NXT and AEW, and we'll come back to that. First off, let's start with NXT, the Black and Gold brand. It was not a good night for the Undisputed Era. Oh no, it was not. Adam Cole and Gang, however, thought they could put one over Imperium, and in the end, it kind of blew up in their face. Earlier in the night, however, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly were looking to, well, swim, however, towards the final, however, and not sink or drown. But unfortunately, they sank and drowned it, however, in the end, however, as they ended up losing to the grizzled young veterans of James Drake, however, and Zach Gibson. Meanwhile, we had an interesting match between Io Shirai and Tony Storm, however, that ended in a double DQ. And who should show up but the Sasha Banks wannabe brat herself, Bianca Pigtailed Belair, however. One of the Street Profits' wives, however, if you I think that's Dawkins' wife, if I'm not mistaken, I believe. But long story short, Bianca's trying to make a statement to Tony Storm and both, 
how Io Shirai, that she's coming for Rhea Ripley and the NXT title in Portland in three weeks. Well, guess what? Good luck, Bianca, because you're going to need all the help you need in beating Rhea Ripley, because I think she's going to basically riptide you and make you drown and realize your dream of becoming the new champion is not quite there yet. But then, as we said, we saw a new North American champion, Keith Lee, however, against Roddick Strong, however, and the Aragons were brawls in Pyram to close the show, which was very interesting, however. Yet, Finn Bauer won an easy-peasy match earlier in the night, however. All in all, however, it's going to be a very interesting show Saturday night. I'm looking forward to it, however. We did not have anything with Chiaf and Gargano, which really surprised me. But in the end, however, it was not a good night to be an undisputed, undisputed era for the first time since holding all the gold in the world, however, like the Four Horsemen did back in their day, are starting to show a little bit of cracks in their armor. Roderick Strong losing the North American title, however, and then Adam Cole getting into a brawl, however, with his uh, friends, however, to, being laid out by Walter and Imperium. Very interesting. Also, Fish and O'Reilly losing in the semifinals of the Dusty Tournament, just when they thought it was going to be their tournament to win again. They end up losing the first match of the night. Yes, the black and gold brand had a very interesting night, shall we say. Meanwhile, on the ship of Jericho, AEW style, if you will, in the Bahamas, we saw a good tag match with, of course, the hangman and the cleaner against SoCal Uncensored. And SoCal kind of went south a little bit on this night, however, needless to say. As unfortunately, despite there's been a little tension in the last week or two with the hangman and Kenny Omega, however, they ended up winning the AEW yeah. Tag Team Gold, the first tag team title switch on Dynamite history. And it was a darn damn good match, I guess. It was a damn good, exciting match. Then, of course, we saw what happened with Britt Baker and Priscilla Kelly. And we all know what I said before about, we've all heard the name Priscilla Kelly before, and the intensity that they, and think that she, what she did before, how it was a very questionable thing. But Britt Baker kind of went heel on the fans and told the fans what she really thought of them. And she even told off Tony Schiavone what she thought of her. So that being said, how it's going to be interesting to see now what Britt Baker is going to be doing next. I'm sure at some point she will be taking on Riho, Chris Statlander, Imi Shakura, Hikuru Shida, Brandy Rhodes, the Nightmare Collective, what have you, however. But I will say one thing, however, whoever it is, however... Britt Baker, I think, is tired of getting screwed over time and time again of her opportunities and going after that film, being denied, denied any chance she can. So if Riho, Imishikura, Hikuro Shida, anyone else, Ali, whoever, whatever woman's available in AEW, be full advised that Britt Baker, however, is tired of being overlooked and tired of being basically put in the corner or snubbed, if you will. If I'm Riho, I know you've already had your issues with I think, once or twice already. And I think you've seen some of these other girls maybe once, maybe twice as well. Maybe you haven't met them yet. But I will say one thing, however. Britt Baker, sooner or later, is going to capture some gold around her waist. Either her or Chris Stalin. So I would be very advisable to tell, especially the champ Riho, to be very, very careful. Because this is a new Britt... This is Britt Baker showing now that she's tired of becoming basically a pawn. She's tired of being overlooked. She's tired of basically not getting the credit she deserves. So get ready. Her time for holding some gold will be coming sooner than you think, maybe, at some point. 
Then, of course, we had MJF run his stupid little mouth. But where was his little boyfriend, the little windbag wuss, Wardlow? Oh, that's right. He was getting ready for his big match with Cody in the steel cage match coming up in three and a half weeks, our NL Hansa. MJF, of course, ends up taking on Joey Janela, who, of course, was basically distracted by, once again, Kip Sabin, if you will, the slime bag that he is of AEW, just like MJF, who I call Moron Jackass Fool. And once again, he tried to run his mouth, Howard, to Cody Rhodes, to try to go Cody Howard into hitting him, Howard, and told Cody to take a swing at him if he dared. Otherwise, Howard, the match would be off. Cody kind of ignored him, Howard, but didn't touch him at all, and stayed true to his agreement. But MJF, your day's coming, my friend. I told you many times over. You and your boyfriend, Warlord, are going to get your asses kicked soon. And when it happens, it'll be so glorious, because for once, Howard, you can take that ring, or actually, Cody will take that ring that you so won, a while back, however, turn it sideways, turn it into a diamond, and basically kick your ass all over the squared circle and make the ring shine so bright that everyone will be having a tough time to see in the sun. Because you think you're so funny. You think you're so cool. And like I said, you think you're the AEW or the Miz 2.0. Well, guess what? You might be the next Miz with your cockiness and your arrogance. But in the end, how's that going to turn out at the end? How's it going to work out for you, MJF? Let me ask you that. How's it going to turn out? I think it's going to turn out real well for you. Because basically, Cody's going to kick your sorry little ass all over Chicago and find a way to basically bury you right into the turf. Actually, no, not the turf, excuse me. Bury you right there in the center of the ring. And believe me, he's going to absolutely show no mercy on you. And unless you have your boyfriend, Warlow, save your ass at Revolution at the end of February, however, it's not going to be a pretty sight. Believe me. Oh, no. It's not going to be a pretty sight at all. It's going to be ugly. Downright ugly. But I will say what was funny is that the Bucks basically found a way to distract MJF, if you will. And it was good to see that because at the end, they took MJF and basically threw him in the water. Into the pool water, if you will. It was really good to see. And I guess MJF should have learned his lesson to keep his big yap shut if he knew what was good for him. Then we have Chris Jericho, of course, with Proud and Powerful, of course, Santana Ortiz taking on the Lucha Express. Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Marco Stunt, and company. But of course, who came out with Jericho? Oh, yes. Jericho's bodyguard, if you will, the guy who, again, continues to show no balls because obviously he has no balls at all except the title of vagina because that's all he has been, a vagina right now because he doesn't have the balls to even get in the ring and fight. Who am I talking about, you ask? Oh, yeah, the Daffy Duck lisp himself, however, the Donald Trump lover himself, Jackass Jack, Jake Hager, Jack Swagger, Donald Duck himself, Daffy Duck himself, I should, excuse me, not Donald Duck. And once again... Daffy Duck Jackass himself found a way to get himself involved in his boyfriend, or should I say his good friend, Chris Jericho's business. Or find a way to help his boys win by distracting the Lucha Express, and especially Luchasaurus, by taking a few shots on Luchasaurus. Yeah, why don't you grow a set of balls, Hager? Why don't you grow a set of nuts instead of having them in Jericho's mouth, however, and in his purse, and fight for once? You haven't fought since you left the WWE. All it shows, however, week after week, however, on Dynamite and Dark, however, you continue to be nothing more 
than a bodyguard little bitch protecting Jericho and his boyfriends because you don't have the balls or cojones to even get back in the ring and fight like a man. Instead, you're being a little girl, is what you're being, or should I say, a little woman. But speaking of Jericho, Jericho would find out, however, by the end of the night, who would be his new contender to face him for the AEW Championship. The Mox, a.k.a. John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, whatever, whatever you want to call him, taking on, uh, of course, the bastard himself, Pac, a.k.a. Neville. Good main event. I will say it wasn't bad. It was pretty de- half-decent. Like some, it, was, it wasn't a bad effort. But in the end, the Mox, however, basically showed Howard the bastard, Howard, he could one-up him by fooling him and tricking him, Howard, and making him look good. And by that, I mean simply put, Howard, the bastard thought, Howard, he would have the last laugh, Howard, and go on to face Jericho, and then he would show that he doesn't, he's always shown that he doesn't care about anybody or anything but himself. But the lunatic fringe, whatever you want to call him, Howard, the mocks, Howard, definitely showed he was more batshit crazy than ever. And he definitely sent a message to Jericho and gave Jericho a warning. And Jericho, take this warning to heart, my friend. You might be the champ right now, but it, there's going to be someone coming for your belt soon. Whether it's the Mox himself, whether it's Cody, or whether it's someone else. So be ready. You better be prepared for the because the next month and a half hour you're going to be watch, I'm going to keep your back. You're going to have to watch your back and front because you never know when the Mox or when Cody or anyone else of the All Elite Gang is coming for your faction of the Inner Circle. Yes, you might all be together for now. Even though you don't have the tag titles with you right now, you have one thing that is in your possession currently at the moment. That is, of course, the AEW Championship. And you should be proud that you have that still. But sooner or later, sooner I think, rather, things are going to come apart for you, I feel. Maybe. Possibly. You never know. But like I said, we'll have to wait and see. All I know is that Jericho, just like your boyfriend, Jackass Jack Swagger, and just like MJF, I think your time with that AEW belt is running very thin. And come next month in Chicago, it very well could find a way to be blowing up in your face. We'll see. But nevertheless, again, not a bad show. There were some good things, some bad things. But at the end of the night, however, AEW just barely edged out NXT with the fans because of the tag affair and the half-decent main event. Overall, we'll see what happens next week. But the continued revolution with a month to go in the Windy City Hour will start to build up beginning next Wednesday night in Cleveland and carry for the next four weeks. So we'll see what happens over the next month. But right now, AEW once again showed how they definitely showed that they were a little bit better, even though it was on a tape delay, mind you. They had a little bit better of effort than NXT, although NXT, I thought, put a little bit of a better effort than AEW this week, my opinion. But, but so be it. You know, it doesn't matter. The fans were once again the winners, and we saw two semi-entertaining shows. And before we continue on, I will say... One thing, however, I did see earlier today, non wrestling related. We will tell you, however, Tiger Woods shot a 69 today. Pretty good effort for his first uh, tournament of the year. And like I said, he didn't do too bad, however, like I said. Right now, he's still got some work to do, obviously. But like I said, off to a pretty good start, however, in his 29 campaign. 2020 campaign, I should say. So I tip my cap to him and a job well done. But like I said, he's still got some work to do. 
like I said, as we go into round number two tomorrow, however, we'll see if the Tiger can catch fire. He's only three shots back right now with Rory McIlroy. Actually, Rory McIlroy is only one shot back after seeing 6-10. But Tiger's three back. So after one day, you can definitely say that the Tiger, however, is already starting off the new year looking for a big win and a big uh, kickstart to the new decade and to continue but it was a very interesting 2019-2020. So, Tiger, I wish you good luck, my friend, along with the rest of the golfers out there, including Rory McIlroy. But nevertheless, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see what happens this weekend, however, out there at Torrey Pines in La Jolla, California. But that's not here nor there. What is going to be interesting is what's going to happen Saturday and Sunday, as we'll get into that discussion right now. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you very much here, of course, J.D., and your thoughts and opinions, of course, on AEW and NXT. We appreciate it. John and Fonzie, we thank you very much there as well. And, then, of course, uh, I will give, I will give kudos to, of course, Tiger Woods for, of course, uh, making, hopefully making a real good run here. Uh, of course, like I said, J.D., he, of course, what J.D. said, he shot a 69. Uh, of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, uh, shots back. This is right. Thank you very much. And, of course, that does, and this is going to sound real terrible, but, to some people, might they might find it kind of funny, and it's going to be a monumental thing for Tiger Woods because I'm sure he hadn't shot a 69 since he was in bed with his last wife. Hey, okay. Um, anyway, um, okay, that's that. That sounded terrible, but it was funny. So, anyway, I'm not making fun of the golfers. I know we have some golf fans out here. I'm a I'm a golf fan too, but no disrespect intended. Uh, just making a little joke. That's all. Uh, uh, but of course, let me give you the number one more time: one six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight five two one pound. This is, of course, episode number two hundred thirty eight of NWO Wolfpack. This is, of course, we're at ten twenty one p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday, January twenty third, twenty twenty. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, along with the Iceman Jerry Geralmo, the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, and of course, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie here with me here tonight. Uh, we'll be, of course, be joined here momentarily on the line here uh, by John here, of course, coming up here in the next few moments. Uh, just to give a quick reminder, ladies and gentlemen, what we still have left going on here as our big as our big weekend weekend of wrestling action, of course, and, and discussion continues tomorrow night on Revolution. Of course, our live video feed comes to us from ECWS. This is extreme news and views, history and birthdays. <clears throat> uh, also, of course, we'll be getting some more uh, thoughts in about what we'll about the predictions here. Of course, as far as our prediction title challenge is concerned, uh, for both the Worlds Collide show this Saturday and also Royal Rumble this Sunday. Also, hopefully, we get to hear from the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and also Danny from Oak Park about their thoughts about everything going on here in the world of wrestling. So be sure to check us out here, uh, of course, on Revolution tomorrow night, one three eight zero five five pound, coming up from nine to eleven p.m. Uh, John, thank you very much. He did say someone from his group has also joined our live feed tonight from NWA US. Thank you very much, here, John. We do appreciate that. I will, we will check that, of course, here momentarily. Of course, don't also forget this Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, one four one three six four pound will be, of course, a special edition of WWS Power Hour. In addition to, of course, all of our regular Power Hour uh, discussion as far as what took place in the radio network this week, of course, Saturday's history and birthdays. And, of course, some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of Fort Lauderdale Mania. We will also be providing live coverage, ladies and gentlemen, of the NXT Worlds Collide show, of course, uh, this weekend. Uh, so be sure to join us at our special start time at 6.30 p.m. 
this Saturday night, of course, right here uh, on TalkShoe.com. As we said, 141-364-pound. Be sure to check us out there. And also this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, at 5 o'clock, a special edition of Revolution, of course, our prediction show for the Royal Rumble. Uh, of course, I will, I will be, of course, repeating everybody's thoughts and opinions about, uh, of course, uh, their predictions for the Royal Rumble. Plus, also, I will, I will talk about my personal thoughts about each match here, of course, that will be taking place. So be sure to, to, of course, listen in on that special edition of Revolution from the Revolution Radio Facebook page, I should say, coming up here this Sunday, Sunday evening at 5 o'clock. One three eight zero five five pound. Be sure to join us here for that as well. Uh, <clears throat> as we said, of course, John did mention to us a moment ago that we have somebody else joining us on our live video feed from NWA US, built on tradition. Of the, let us see. Uh, let me see here. Mr. Anthony Chobot. I guess. I guess I'm pronouncing that here. Um, I believe that is correct here. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> uh, then, then we do welcome Mr. Chobot, of course, also to uh, to our live video feed for 238 of Wolfpack here tonight. Uh, thank you very much, there, sir, for joining us here as well. Uh, then let me see here. I know John will be coming on momentarily, momentarily to, to talk about his predictions for both uh, the NXT show and also for the Rumble. Uh, JD and Fonzie, you have the, also the option of either, of course, leaving them tonight or wait until tomorrow. Wait, tomorrow for what? The predictions. Yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. What about yeah, you, Jimmy? Okay. All right. I think, we, I think we're going to be very anxious to hear what John has to say here. So uh, I can't wait to hear what John has to say here. I'm sure. You guys will ensure we'll definitely be in big time agreement with me here as well. Uh, <clears throat> also, let me see here. Uh, of course, I will, of course, reiterate here that as far as who is taking part in our prediction title challenge uh, for the World's Collide show, I do have JD, John, Fonzie, and Michelle. Uh, I have not talked to Bobby or Danny about, about possibly getting involved here with this. Uh, <clears throat> But I will, of course, get with them here. Um, I will get with them here, of course, probably before Saturday and, and uh, Sunday to see if they're will if they're going to be taking part in either one. Uh, also, let me see. Also, as far as the Rumble goes, of course, the four folks I did mention, plus the Empress and Marie Rickenbach, is taking part in the prediction title challenge for the Royal Rumble. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as I said, I have not come up with any championship belts here as of yet. Uh, um, but however, I may have. And I may have an alternative plan in mind here for this here um, as well. Instead of doing the, instead of doing the, um, <clears throat> instead of course, uh, you're having your choice of championship belts. I may be considering uh, another option here, but of course I'm going to have to look over um, everything here. Um, But uh, so we'll keep everybody informed of that here. Um, of course, like I said, within the next day or two, and hope I'll let, be able to let everybody know about where we're going to stand as far as, of course, uh, as far as our titles go. Uh, have not had really had any opportunity, of course, to see uh, what uh, what sort of uh, 
what belts I have left because um, I have to of course sift through some sift through some of course uh, see what we have left in terms of belts that have not been worn as well uh, but we'll keep of course everybody apprised of that situation here as well okay Okay. Okay. Uh, like I said, we do momentarily here. It should be hearing from the human suplex machine, John Gross. While we're waiting, there is something that I wanted to mention. <coughs> I wanted to mention here. Um, I'm sure a lot of folks have heard about this story and of course i did post something about it here a little bit um a little bit earlier here on the uh on the on the uh, revolution radio Facebook. even going so far as doing a special report early this morning about this uh um i've i've got uh i've got the of course the story here Apparently, it came off of, of course, someone posted a link on YouTube, and I was able to get the link off and put it on the Revolution Radio Facebook page. When we thought we have heard the last, of course, of any more uh, details, of course, about the one and only great, late and great WWE Hall of Famer, Rocky Johnson, apparently something else has come up here, which, of course, is 100% despicable. Um, and we'll and I was getting ready to come on the line, but we'll give if John can give us a couple of moments, we'll let you know. We'll, we'll of course get back with you here and there, John. This story came out here this morning, you guys. <coughs> Y'all gonna find it completely disturbing. <clears throat> Excuse me, just like I did. This story comes from WWFOldSchool.com. Apparently, Vince McMahon and Pat Patterson start some sort of drama. At Rocky Johnson's funeral, apparently Pat Patterson reportedly called Rocky an M an MFer. I'm not going. Everybody knows what I mean when I say that. Um, but let me read this, and I apologize in advance, ladies and gentlemen, if you find any of this disturbing. I will, of course, not not use some of the exact words here to say. I'm sure everybody will get the idea as to what it, what I am saying. But here is the story right here, and I do think AG from WWE. WWFOldSchool.com for posting the story here this morning. WWE Hall of Famer Rocky Johnson's funeral took place today. Actually, I believe it was yesterday, and it involved some major drama. And this was, of course, first off, according to WWE Hall of Famer superstar Billy Graham, Pat Patterson went on a <sighs> rant at the funeral. And this is what superstar Billy Graham's own words. This is his words right here. Out of nowhere, Patterson goes into this rant and called Rocky Johnson, laying dead in the casket right below him, a mother effer, and started this vulgar rant about how worthless Rocky was, and a bunch of guys had to drag Patterson off the church platform and set him down. Patterson, who just recently turned 81 years old, must be losing his mind, literally. Only pro wrestling folks, very sad to hear about this, and I actually feel a bit ill over this bizarre behavior. Uh, superstar Billy Graham also noted that Vince McMahon said the following before walking off the platform doing his signature strut. As we all know, what we all know the strut right there that he does right there. And this is this is Vince McMahon's words. Rocky did one good thing in his life. 
He married Ada and had some kids. This was, yeah. Superstar Billy Graham had this on Facebook and later deleted the, the post off of Facebook. Devin Nicholson of the Hannibal TV had the following to say about this situation. This is his own words. I've asked around some other people that were there. I won't mention their names. Billy Graham said Vince and Pat were rude, very rude on the podium. This other person who I spoke to said he wasn't really going to defend what Vince did. Pat apparently said GD a few times in the church, and he said the word, shh, you know what I mean there. The exact speech of Pat's that Billy Graham alleged Pat was, uh, <clears throat> that Pat said Billy Graham alleged Pat was escorted off the stage. Now, I guess we'll find out more as more people come out that were at the funeral. When the people I spoke to, they said there was some drama. There was frustration that I guess, of course, that when the preacher spoke for more than an hour and was very negative towards professional wrestling. So Pat Vince's attitudes on the stage may have had to do with the preacher who, and this is not a quote, but apparently some people were saying he acted like wrestling was fake and more of a joke. Also, the funeral was supposed to take place at a much smaller place of only about 100 friends and close family members, but it was moved to a massive church, and there was a lot of people there. First off, ladies and gentlemen, I said I said this this morning. This was this was a man who meant a great deal to the world of wrestling, in my personal opinion. I've read, I saw a whole lot of clips regarding the one and the only soul man, Rocky Johnson. We heard his son, of course, The Rock, talk about his dad all the time. We saw the uh, the great moment, of course, what happened at WrestleMania 13 when Rocky Johnson came to his son's aid in the mat after the match against Rocky Maivia and the Sultan. We all, we all remember that moment. Uh, and of course, remember when The Rock inducted his dad into the Hall of Fame. I mean, he, I mean, Rocky Johnson has been involved in some wonderful moments. But to hear this, even saying. Even even to hear this coming from the chairman of WWE and someone that I'm sure worked very close with Rocky Johnson back in the day. Plus, on top of that, a fellow Hall of Famer who also probably did a lot of work with Rocky Johnson back in the day, go off on a tirade against, against this man. You know, this really kind of, really kind of, I'm sure made, made me almost swallow my tongue. Seriously. This was very, very, uh, this is coming from two professional men. They did not act professional, of course, in this case. J.D., let me get your, first off, your opinion here about this. I mean, what do you, how do you find, how do you find everything that I've just said here in regard, in regards to this situation that happened at the funeral for Rocky Johnson? As far as what Vince did, however, I mean, I've got to say it point blank, however, and I, and I apologize if I offend anyone, too, with what I'm going to say next, however, and if I do offend anyone, I will sincerely apologize out of, ahead of time for what I have to say, but I don't think I can, I can hold my tongue here. As far as what Vince did, however, why the hell would you do something that stupid and that arrogant? What kind of heartless... Cold, 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 heartless, cold, mean-spirited, coward-ass 
shit thing to do. Why would you do that, Vince? This is a guy who was the first African-American world tag team champion. This wasn't like your Bruno San Martinos. This wasn't even like your superstar Billy Grahams. Hell, this wasn't even like your Bobby Backlund, let alone Hulk Hogan's, okay? This wasn't any of those guys. This was a guy who for a long time, however, basically was in another territory, but then came into the World Wide Wrestling Federation however, in the early 80s and delivered some of the best mid-card entertainment you want to see with guys however, that never had a mean spirit of bone to say anything about him, who teamed up with him and worked against him. Guys like Tony Atlas, like Don Morocco, however, people like that, however. Even people, however, that got to know him a little bit like Hulk Hogan later on, however. I mean, this is a guy who basically, however, asked you directly if you could take his son, his son Dwayne, The Rock, who at the time, however, did not have much of a future ahead of him after playing college football at the University of Miami, who was playing semi-pro, however, in Canada, who wanted to follow in his dad's footsteps, to follow that Samoan legacy tree, however. As we all know, Samoans can be very mean-spirited, and if you piss them off, how they will come back and hurt you, and they will do more than hurt you, however. You took a chance, however, along at the time, with Pat Patterson, however, to give Rocky Johnson's son, Dwayne, a chance to kick in the door and become one of the most exciting superstars since Hulk Hogan. Shame on you for what you said and what you did. It shows you that you're so beyond the times anymore, Howard. It shows you have no brains whatsoever in that common head of yours anymore, Howard, both in the ring, let alone outside of the ring, Howard, in business anymore. It just goes to show that you are a cold, heartless, spineless, bastard, jackass that just does not see the big picture. And as far as Pat Patterson goes, I have always respected Pat Patterson, good and bad, over the years, as a wrestler, as an agent, what have you. Pat was a little out of bounds here, and I think Pat should definitely owe an apology to the Johnson family, and I hope he does. I think he was a little out of touch with that, and I think he kind of uh, went over his bounds here. This is not the Pat Patterson we know to ever go off the deep end by saying stuff like this. So hopefully Pat may see the error of his ways and try to apologize. And I hope in time the Johnson family accepts his apology, although I'm sure they're a little upset and still offended with the remarks he made. But for what Vince did, however, it just shows that you have no common sense, no brains, no even... What's the other word I'm looking for besides brains and common sense? I'm thinking of no, no compassion, no heart... Nothing. Your heart is soulless, evil, black-hearted, and it has been showing for years, Howard. From people, Howard, you've screwed over time and again. For people who basically told you, however, two certain words, however, and they're not suck it. You know where I'm going with it, Howard, and that is F and the Y-O-U at the end. They have told you to your face. They've told it to your son-in-law's face. They've told it to your son's face, Howard, who's acted like the biggest asshole both on and off camera I've heard with certain people, Howard, as far as town goes, because I heard he... Uh, is somewhat like his dad in a way, Howard, but I heard not really, Howard. But from your daughter to your son-in-law to your actual son, Shane, Howard, you think, however, because you're still the almighty himself, Dawn, of uh, 
dawn of sports entertainment, however, and the dawn of everything, however, that everyone should bow down and have their basically have their lips pressed against your ass and pucker up and kiss your ass. Well, guess what? There's only a certain amount of people that continue to do certain that by kissing your ass and blowing you at the same time because they love to find a way to kiss your ass and blow you because you basically ask them to do that to you or they're forced to do that because they have no other choice but to basically bow down and find a way to basically suck up your ass and kiss your ass at the same time. And I know some of the names I've mentioned before, we've seen that before. But he was wrong for what he did. And if he doesn't apologize, however, then he should just right now hand in his resignation as chairman. This might have been the ultimate slap in the face. This was more than a slap in the face. This was a total dick-headed move, however, and a total spineless, heartless, gutless move. And if I said as far as passion goes, I hope he does apologize. And I hope Pat realizes he was wrong. Pat was a little out of line with his remarks, however, and I hope uh, he apologized for what he did. Because I think, however, like I said, I do think, however, he was just a little out of touch on what he said, however, and maybe he went a little out of bounds with the remarks. Hopefully he'll see the error of his ways. But if he doesn't, however, I don't know what Pat was thinking here. But I think right now the biggest heartless guy of them all is obviously the chairman of the board, and what he did was wrong. Okay. No cool words there, ladies and gentlemen. Fonzie, any thoughts about this story? No comment. I would. I mean, what 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 can you say? I mean, I mean, I said it this morning on the live video feed. I read the story this morning. I read it just now. I mean, this was a man, like I said. Who truly, like, as like JD says, a very historical figure in the world of wrestling. The first African American, part one half of the first African American, first African American tag team champions, along with Tony Atlas. Heck, I'm sure Tony Atlas was there and saw the whole thing. I'm sure he was about ready to jump up and 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 knock some heads in. I'm pretty sure he was. I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was to be the first one. I'm sure he. he I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure if the if the Rock didn't, I'm sure Tony Atlas would have been right there doing it. Because like I said, yep. other than the Rock and also Rocky Johnson's family, <sighs> who else a whole lot better than Tony Atlas. Tony's still a pretty buff looking guy for his age. I see. Oh him. yeah. Tony, oh, I think yeah, I think did, Tony I remember I think Tony I, I think Tony is I think he's seventy. Let me see. Sixty five. Sixty five. He'll be sixty six this year, coming up in late April. He's almost like Hogan. I mean, he, I mean, he's an older fellow, but like I said, he still, he still, like I'm sure, tries to keep in shape as best he can. And oh, he, he looks like he. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm. But yeah, very good point. So, my personal opinion is, as as JD put it, either he, either they start a either Pat and Pat Patterson, Vince McMahon, grow some, as Vince always said, grapefruits. And buck up, and 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 go off and and you know, and start start like I say kissing some tail and apologizing to of course Rocky Johnson's family, or else there's going it's going to end up like the Owen Hart situation. It's I mean it's going to come down to a point that the family even the Rock is probably going to probably start dis distancing himself from the WWE all because it's chairman. And one of their key, another key figure in their history, bad mouth, that you know, chewed out somebody, like I said, from around that time, who of course is no, that's no longer with us. 
that gives and forgive me for saying so and again i apologize for using this term but i'm sure god would agree this is a simple case of somebody hitting somebody when they're down and that's what happened here that is true that is it's despicable it's disgusting it's deplorable and like i said Vincent man i've been much more professional than that and and i have all places to do it at at a church and trying to be wrestling a bad name at a church at a blank church like i said i think paris i mean paris may just had a bad like i said as far as patterson goes like i said we i mean some of us might be able to forgive Patterson. I mean, like I said, he was maybe a little out of touch, and maybe he lost what, you know, like I said, maybe he just had a bad day, and maybe he just didn't realize what he was saying, and maybe came, the words of what he said came out wrong. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. I don't know. But what Vince well, said, however, is, you know, is, is, is no cause for <laughs> that, like I said, at all. None. None at I mean, all. I mean, the Rocky Johnson calling, I mean, Pat Patterson calling Rocky Johnson an MF or though? You think that right there was by accident? I don't nope. think so. Hell, I don't know. think it was. Nope. No, I don't think. I, I don't think that was. I don't think that was. I mean, even Pat Patterson should have shown some sort of res- was there. Of course, when Rocky Johnson was inducted in the Hall of Fame in 08, and he was one of those yep. that actually stood up and cheered for Rocky Johnson when he got inducted. Yep. Whenever the Rock inducted uh-huh. him, and also his his father-in-law, of course, the late Peter Maivia. I'm sure Peter might be. And like I said, Pat knows him. Pat knows the whole family very well. I mean, like I said, the Samoan tree in wrestling, we know over the years, has been very, very big. From, like I said, High Chief Peter Maivia to the Samoans to The Rock to Roman Reigns to Naya. I mean, the list goes on and on. And I'm sure right now, I'm sure right now, some of you are well known who are no longer with us here, sadly. I'm sure the high chief, Peter Maivia, I'm sure guys like Yokozuna, Umaga, now Rocky, all of them right now are rolling in their grave because of what just happened. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Because I'm sure they're going to come back. They're going to probably, I'm sure they come back and they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to haunt. That's going to haunt Pat Patterson the rest of his life now. Bottom line. Anyway, let's go and get down to the business at hand here, folks. Uh, like I said, John's going to get his predictions in for both Worlds Collide and Royal Rumble. And I do believe we have him. Let me see here. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Now coming in on the line here, folks, of course, uh, he is, of course, the uh, the head honcho behind John Gross's Wrestling and Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. He is also, of course, a first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and also, of course, half of, of course, one of JD's partners, of course, on Raw Radio every Monday afternoon, right here on TalkShoe.com. Here is, of course, the human suplex machine himself, and one and the only Mr. John Gross. John, welcome to 
the crew 38 of Wolfman. What do you want something mean, Chad? It's good to be here, man. Like it was 32 years ago when I beat the Iron Sheik to win the WWE Championship, man. And when I fought <laughs> playing Andre the Giant at WrestleMania 3, man. And man, all the people were in uproar when I slammed Andre the Giant. Yeah, I, I can't believe it's been that long. The impression is awesome. The impressions keep getting better from John. Thank you very much there, John. When you talk about the Royal Rumble. The heartbreak kid. Okay. Okay. Well, we're okay. Well, and, and, and Hulk will get to that just a moment. I want to say the uh, heartbreak, heartbreak kid, Fonzie, uh, suddenly had to leave us here. But uh, hopefully we'll get the chance to hear from him, of course, tomorrow night, of course, on Revolution. Uh, coming up here, of course, with his and of course him and him and JD both, of course, bring us their thoughts about, uh, <clears throat> of course, um, the NXT show Saturday and as well as the, um, as well as the uh, uh, Royal Rumble, of course, on Sunday. And I'll get it all straight here, just a few minutes as soon as I can. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Let's get right here. Uh, by the way, John, while we're doing this, I got to ask your personal opinion here about the story I just now mentioned here about about what happened with uh, um, apparently Vince McMahon, Pat Patterson, pretty much degrading Rocky Johnson during Rocky Johnson's funeral service. What was your take on that? No comment, man. No comment. Fair enough. The man said it, and we will respect it. Okay, let's go ahead and just, just go ahead and get it here from, from John Hulk Gross. <laughs> Might have to start calling him. That. <laughs> there you go. Gross. There you go. There you go. There you go. I thought he was going to do the WCW uh, version of Hogan's I name called American. He's a I got the CD where that song's on, by the way. I, I well, found I out. Put that on to close out. I'm thinking about closing that outside with that. I'm going to dig that up right now while we're talking so about America, that. I'm America, The WCW version? Yeah. There you go. Hey, go ahead and dig it up and have it ready to go. All right, I will. Sounds good. Uh, sounds good. And matter, I think you're going to do yours tomorrow night, right, JD? Is that correct? Correct the uh, window. I will be doing mine tomorrow night for both shows. Yes, I will be there. Okay, all right. And Fonzie will be doing his tomorrow night there as well. And hopefully we'll get to hear from uh, MLD, of course, as far as, as far as, Hopefully course, she will uh, be back with us tomorrow night. She said she's going to try. I talked to her earlier today. Uh, excellent. Thank you very much, JD. Of course, John, here we go here. Of course, from, uh, Saturday night, Worlds Collide 2020 will take place, of course, here in Houston, Texas at the Toyota Center. Let's go ahead and give you, of course, we got six matches lined up here. Right, ready, ready to go. go. Okay. Sorry. We got to talk to John here. And John's got a bad yep. big echo there for some reason. Uh, I don't know who's got the echo there. But yeah, okay. All right, John, here we got here. First off is an eight-man tag team match as we got all four members of Imperium, which is Walter, Fabian Agner, uh, Marcel Barthel, and Alexander Wolf. Taking on uh, the Undisputed Era, of course, the team of Adam Cole, baby, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and I guess now you can say now the former North American champion, Roderick Strong, who will win this eight-man tag? Yeah, I'm 
We know something mean team. Me and the NWO, we are tight as a mean cat. Me and the NWO, we were a great stable during the day, dude. During the day, dude. And speaking of my stable, I want to thank all my Hulkamaniacs for coming on to the show tonight, man. My old my Hulkamaniacs, brother. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Imperium, man. Oh, going to go with, oh, okay. Hmm, interesting, interesting, okay. And ladies and gentlemen, of course, we did hear the story here about the name change involving the women's title, but due to, of course, not to make sure there was no confusion, we're still going to call it the NXT women's title. So that way, because it's much more easier that way to kind of think about it. And thank you for reporting that, JD. I do appreciate that. I posted the story on the Revolution Radio Facebook page if anybody wants to read it. Um, anyway, of course, the next matchup here is for the match for the NXT women's title. We got Rhea Ripley defending the title against Tony Storm. All right, Hulk, what you got here for this one? <laughs> you know something, yeah. I want Rhea Ripley to win, dude. Okay, here you go. Ripley it is. Okay, all right. All right, next matchup here, we got a uh, singles match here. We got Finn Balor. Versus and JD pronounce this Russian guy's name for me again, please. I Eli Dragunov. Eli Dragunov. Gesundheit. And Gesundheit. Uh, Hulk, who you picked to win this match? <laughs> well, the Hulkster. Well, well, like Russian back in his time, mean game, mean chat. But I'm gonna go with Finn Balor. Oh. Isn't that impression is getting better? I like that. I thought my Dusty Rhodes was good, but his hope is not bad. Uh, next up here, the NXT Cruiserweight belt on the line here in a fatal four-way. Angel guards are defending against Isaiah Swerve Scott, Jordan Devlin, and Travis Banks. Angel guards a brother. Yeah, Angel guards Going to say Garza, okay? Going to say Garza, okay? All right. Next up here, of course, the tag team match as we got DIY, of course, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa teaming up to do battle against Trent Seven and Tyler Bate, otherwise known as Mustache Mountain. I want to go with DIY, dude. DIY it is, okay. And the last one here, of course, which they're now saying this one could be the pre-show. Uh, a singles matchup pitting Mia Yim versus Kaylee Ray. I'm going Kaylee Ray. Yeah. Okay. All right. There we go. So we have Hulk or Don or whatever you want to call him there, ladies and gentlemen. We've got his predictions for the NXT show coming up here, of course, uh, uh, Saturday night. For that, of course, we have a special edition, of course, of Power Hour. Coming up here, uh, coming up here, of course, here, uh, <clears throat> here uh, on Saturday night, of course, starting at 6:30 p.m. All right, Hulk. Now we're going to go on right into the to the uh, Roy, we're going to go right into the Royal Rumble pay per view. The first one here, of course, obviously, uh, first what? two, of course, obviously. What happened? Uh, what? What happened? What? what, what? Well, you missed it. We, we had we had Hall of Famer Hulk Hogan. Something we missed though, apparently. Yeah, yeah, we have. What the heck is going on? This isn't 1984. What the heck is happening? Yes, it is. This actually is 1984. I know. Uh, uh, J J D still yeah. in diapers. And 
and I'm six years old. Explain <laughs> 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 them. Explain them. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, Did that's why okay, well, I'm still kids. About yeah. That, so yeah, we're yeah we're and John and John is still. Never mind. I ain't gonna go that far. Uh, it, <laughs> I just love, what? Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. We, anyway. Uh, am I in till 2020, guys? Uh, yes, is you are. Is this still 2020? Uh, okay. Yes, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. It's on the 23rd day of the year 2020. Yes, you're 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 okay. you're fine. Oh. <laughs> I just okay, wanted yeah. to fool you guys because we all know what happened 36 years ago today when Hogan won his first world title. I just wanted to do something special. I thought that was a good impression, though. I like that impression. That's Thank very you. Good. Very good. Nick. Thank you. All right, here we, here we go here for as far as far as the Royal Rumble pay per view is concerned, and here we go on here with this. We know we do know that we have 25 of 30. Superstars entered in the men's Royal Rumble match. I will go ahead and name them all off, and that is as follows. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, AJ Styles, Eric Rowan, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Elias, Court Jester Corbin, uh, Dolph Ziggler, both members of Heavy Machinery, Rusev, Bobby Lashley, Aleister Black, Buddy Murphy, Braun Strowman, Shinsuke Nakamura, Seth Rollins, KO, Samoa Joe, Kofi Kingston, Big E, and R-Truth is, is, is in it as of last night. Uh, John, if you have uh, um, anyone, if you pick any one of these, or like I said, if you have one, another one you wish to choose from, please, uh, like I said, I mean, there's not going to be any right or wrong answers here, so um, what's your pick for who will win the men's Royal Rumble match? Okay. So we know that Bronx number one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think he'll win, and something tells me he won't win the Rumble. But if he does, but if he does, uh, more power to him. I'll be impressed by it. But then again, not. But um, I'm torn between McIntyre and Roman Reigns. I will say. Mhm. Mhm. And if I had to pick. Roman and McIntyre, I would have to say Roman. Don't say Roman, okay? Don't say okay. I think I think someone we might have a surprise entrant. I'm not sure. Eliminate Lesnar. Eliminate Lesnar. Although I've heard I've heard talk that might be Kane Velasquez or Tyson Fury. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Or mm-hmm. It could be something Drew McIntyre could be the one to eliminate Lesnar. And that should set up McIntyre versus Lesnar at WrestleMania for the title, believe it or not. Okay, so right now you're saying that Roman Reigns is going to pull off the win in the men's Yeah, Yeah, because I've heard rumblings about him facing the Fiend at WrestleMania. Mm, Okay, all right. The next one here is the women's Royal Rumble match. As we've been talking about all night long here, we only have five official announced competitors for the Women's Royal Rumble match. And like I said, with three days ago here, they got to come up with about 25 more. And if they have 25 surprises, that's now before really I Now, before I uh, do my Women's Royal Rumble, I will say right now my number two entrance is going to be uh, – it's going to shock y'all. And, and you might find this find this shocking, but I'm gonna say this. 
somebody from NXT and somebody who has also said that he wants to retire Brock Lesnar. You guys know who I'm talking about. I do. Matt Riddle. Yep. Wait, yeah. I thought he, now, now he was joking about the thing with Goldberg. Now he wants to do it to Lesnar? Uh-huh. He's been saying he's been saying that for he's been saying that all the time. Oh jeez. I know. I know. My number t- and my number thirty entrant will have to be Seth Rollins. Yeah, uh, it'd be it'd be surprising either way there too. So, uh, well, there, well, there you go. Guy, and the man that gets the most eliminations, I I feel. Um, I'm torn right now between Brock and Braun. I feel like Brock's going to get the most eliminations and break Braun's record. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, sure. Okay, all and right. As far as the German suplexes go, I'd say 29. <laughs> that would be, oh, boy, that would really take somebody up. Yeah, my goodness. Okay. That would be epic if he did that. Oh, well, I would agree with that. I definitely would. Um, all right, John, let me go ahead and mention about the Women's Royal Rumble match here. We have five officially announced so far for the Women's Royal Rumble match. Uh, we'll go ahead and name what they are. Of course, you may have a different one than the five that they already have listed, but I'll go ahead and announce it. So far, the only five that has been listed is as follows. Charlotte. Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Sarah Logan, and Natalia have been officially announced for the Women's Royal Rumble match. Do you have one of these five ladies in mind, or do you have somebody? Do you have somebody else in mind to win this? Okay. Now, before I pick my winner, I am going to um, do my number one and number two for the women. Okay, we'll number go to the back. What? Never mind. Go. Yeah. Okay. So here is my number one and number two. Mm-hmm. Number one is going to be, and and I think they're going to do this. Number one has to be Charlotte Flair. Oh. It's got to be. She's got to be number one in this. Number two, I think it's going to be Sasha. Okay. Charlie and Sasha will start the match off. Now the winner of that match, Shayna Baszler. You think Shayna Baszler be on the main, main roster? Mark my words. I'm okay, telling so you, you now. Say, yep. Okay, so you, okay. You say Shayna Baszler is going to probably win. It's going to be the one to obviously win the whole match. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we got and you. And I can Mark see it. her as the number 30 entrant. Ooh, okay. Very Now, unique. as far as most eliminations go for women, not. I've not decided on that. Not decided. I'm I'm not sure who will get the most eliminations on the women. 
But mm. for my surprise entrance in the women's Rumble match, some legends could be thrown in there too, like, and also some from NXT and NXT UK. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, at, well, thank you very much for that part, John. Now we'll go ahead and get to the other six matches for your thoughts here about these. First off, the strap match, which was made a strap match, of course, but at the show Bobby and I went to in Greensboro last, last Friday. Uh, for the Universal title, of course, Bray Wyatt, of course, the Fiend defending against Daniel. Bad echo, JD. Got a bad echo. I said, you, somebody got a bad echo. Oh, yeah, I have a bad echo. Sorry about that. <laughs> and I do have an update on the, sorry, about, real quick, though, John, before you continue on. We talked about it moments ago in the news about Antonio Brown. We can now say he has now turned himself into police as of tonight, within the last short little few minutes. Uh, we will continue to update you throughout the night tonight, and we will let you know tomorrow on Revolution more of this story. Katie, wow. thank you very much there indeed. So, okay, all right. Well, we'll I wonder what he did this time. Uh, I don't know, but uh, I guess he finally wised up and decided that, that this, this discretion is the better part of valor, as they always say. <laughs> Okay. Well, there's an old saying that that states, don't, don't do time if you can't do the crime. But anyway, right. let's get on to the strap match. On to the strap match. <coughs> I'm glad that we got that. We have the old Daniel Bryan back. We needed that for quite some time. The new Daniel Bryan thing, sure it worked for a little bit, but mm-hmm. I just didn't think think it worked properly. So there's no way that Daniel Bryan's gonna be the fiend. There is no absolute way. Daniel can try and bring Daniel can try his yes movement, but but I don't think it'll work in Texas. So you're going to say that the fiend is going to hold on to the belt? Oh yes. Okay. All right. Okay, we got that written down. Next up here, the match with the Raw Women's Title, Becky Lynch defending against Oscar. Janie, how long has Becky held the championship for? JD. Yeah, I'm here. What's up? How hey, how long has Becky held the championship for? She has held the belt for as of uh come on in a second. Hold on. Women's title. Sorry about that, I'm just checking something out here. The Raw Women's Championship. She's oh. held it now. Uh I mean, hold on, I'll tell you in a second. And da, 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 da. 290-plus days. Ooh, holy. Holy Alexa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> combined total days, however, Alexa number one, 398, recognized by WWE, off by two days. But Becky is at 290. Charlotte's number three, 242. Becky, Ronda's fourth with 232, 231 overall, recognized by WWE. But, yes, yeah, she's over 290. She's 10 days shy of 300. Damn. Okay. 
Last last year when they fought, I picked Oscar, and she won. And Becky won the and Becky won the rumble that that year. This year, I'm going with Becky. You're going to say Becky's going to pull off the one of her time here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. We got that. Next matchup here, of course, is now the match that was officially made a false count anywhere match during, of course, the show over in Greensboro last Friday. Uh, it was now a false count anywhere match. Roman Reigns defending against I mean, Roman Reigns against Court Jester Corbin. Hmm. Oh, please. The Court Jester's going to try and, and have, is have his little night, night buddies, Ziggler and Rude. But I don't, but guess what? He's going to find out his whole kingdom's going to be destroyed as well. Not only in the Falls Count Anywhere match, but the Royal Rumble, because Ro- Roman's going to wipe his crown, take that crown off his head and, and g- take that scepter off his hand and poop on and poop on it as well. Oh, okay. So I would say you are going, you are going with, uh, you're going with Roman there in that case. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. That's two. That's two times. He's going to take right a. Gi- okay, going to take a giant, a giant shit on Baron's uh, crown and scepter. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. Uh, not 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 too not too shabby there. Though. Not too shabby. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay. Next up here, of course, the singles match here. Which I've, I've often heard this might be a pre-show match. I'm not sure. If it's not, it should be. Uh, pitting Shorty G versus Sheamus. Yeah, this one might be the uh, pre-show match. Well, I'm gonna go with uh, Sheamus. You don't go. I'm Sheamus. I'm sorry. Uh, often wanted to say that about the, use his name in that respect uh okay <laughs> next up here of course this match was also made in Greensboro, of course last last friday uh match for the smackdown women's title as bailey and that will now defend the title against lacey evans <sighs> i think bailey's reign as champion do i mean we used to hate Lacey Evans, but the disrespect that Sasha and Bailey has shown on Lacey is—it's just ridiculous. So I'm going to go mm-hmm. ahead and say Lacey Evans. I'll say Evans, okay. Okay, and that's one that was just added here, just to. Uh, but do believe after what happened last, this past Monday night on Raw, uh, Andrade will now defend the United States title against Umberto Carrillo. Now this one, I think, needs to be on the pre. It's going to be on the pre-show as well. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. um, I will have to say Andrade. Okay. All right. I think they did that in TLC too. Andrade and him humbered on the pre-show. I'm sure I'm right. 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 Of course, uh, 
Um, are are they personally? And I'll ask both you and JD this question: Are they were they pretty much kind of tired of putting Rey Mysterio, giving him opportunities for that belt after he lost to Andrade not too long ago? You think they no, felt I that was possibly? A- I think I think they wanted to go a different direction. I think he's had a good bit of opportunities. I just think, however. They wanted to go in a different direction, however. I think that's what I heard, however. And that's the way uh, it was. I think that's what I heard, however. I think they wanted to go a different direction. I could be wrong, however. But I have heard different, however, things, however. Okay. All right. John, your take on that? About about that, do you think uh, they wanted to go, they wanted to do, like what J.D. mentioned, a, a different direction with this? <clears throat> Excuse you, but... <laughs> Well, I don't want to be wrong, but but um, it's like Janie said that I would agree with him too. I mean, don't get me wrong; I like seeing Andrade and Ray wrestle. They have a great feud together. They have good chemistry in the ring. Don't get me wrong. I think it's time to wind down, wind down the feud for a while. <laughs> And have Humberto take his uh, take Ray's spot to face Andrade. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, John, we got that. Let's run down John's predictions one more time here, uh, just to make it real quickly here. Of course, so that more as far as World Collide is concerned, John believes that Imperium will win the eight-man tag. Rhea Ripley will will hold on to the NXT Women's Title. Ben Balor will win his match. Angel Garza will hold on to the Cruiserweight title. DIY will defeat Mustache Mountain. And Kaylee Ray will defeat Mia Yim. As for the Roman, as for the Royal, I want to say Roman Rumble. I don't know why. Royal Rumble on Sunday. <laughs> That's funny. John believes that Roman Reigns will men, win the Men's Royal Rumble. John believes that Shayna Baszler will be in the Women's Royal Rumble match and will win it. Uh, John also believes that Bray Wyatt will successfully retained the universal title over uh, Daniel Bryan. Uh, also, Bucky Lynch, we believe, will retain the Raw Women's title. Roman Reigns will defeat Corbin. Sheamus will defeat Shorty G. Lacey Evans will finally defeat Bailey and pick up the SmackDown Women's title. And he also believes that Andrade will defeat Humberto Carrillo and hold on to the U.S. title. Okay, we got all that. We got all that marked down here, of course. Uh, as far as, of course, John is, as far as John is concerned, so John is locked in, and of course, John will keep you apprised as to what the title situation will be like, and of course, depending upon how you do here, we'll let you know what will be the, what will be the, of course, the, uh, what will happen if you end up, of course, winning this challenge. So we'll keep you informed about that over the weekend. All uh, right. Okay. Anything else you wish to add, John, before we close up shop for the night? Um. Yes, I do. If anyone, if you, if JD, I have, I have something to say to you. Oh. You and Fonzie trying to check. You and Fonzie trying to challenge me tomorrow night. And I hear, and I hear, hear it on my Facebook. You can bet I'll, I might show up on the show and accept the challenge. So consider it a warning. Oh. Oh, okay. All right, JD. I think I think uh, John has put out the ultimatum here. JD, you care to respond to that? 
If you were to take me on, however, after I finish with Monty, I will take on Lon next week. Okay, well, John, you've heard JD's response to it. Yeah. Uh, so it's getting all it's getting all fired up here, guys. So, also, don't worry, Speaking of trivia, trivia championship series here, we still, of course, uh, have a belt, of course, up up for grabs right now, and that is the brand new NWO US Nitro Championship. There is a question posted on the NWO US page. Yeah, of course, we still are awaiting another, hopefully, at least another challenger, of course, to answer, of course, the, the question that we have posted for this. To earn an opportunity to go after that belt, the question, of course, uh, and don't and once I ask this, guys, don't answer it on the air here. If you want to take a shot at it, it's on the NWO US page. Uh, the question is, of course, name the three guys from that that represented the NWO in the six-man tag match at Starcade in 1997. So don't answer it here. If you if you know what the answer is, uh, whoever gets to it first. Uh, like I said, uh, like I said, we, I think we might need at least possibly one more challenger for that match. So I, that's all I'm going to say about that at this juncture. So if you're, if you, anyone cares to respond to it, it's on the NWO US Forever for Life page. If you want to take a shot at that, take a shot at that belt. <coughs> and then of course we'll have the. All right, guys. Okay. <laughs> Okay, and it looks like here, holy crap. Well, it looks like now someone actually jumped on the gun here, and it looks like we now officially have a match for this. And, John, I might as well go ahead and stand back and listen because I might as well go ahead and mention it here. The answer, of course, to the question, name any member any member of the NWO team that defeated the Steiner Brothers and Ray Trailer at Starcade in 1997. I forgot that's the way I worded the question. My apologies there. Uh, three people did answer. Two people did get the question correct, and those two people uh, was Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler and the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo. Of course, the three men that was did represented the team from the NWO that defeated Ray Trailer and the Steiners at Starcade '97. Scott Flash Norton, Man Randy Savage, who was still with the family for Conan, also Vincent. So, uh, so, so they right there for now. It will be what's that? Good lord, someone is acting very bad. Uh, it will be, of course, Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler versus the Iceman Jared DiGiralmo with the winner to become the new NWO US Nitro champion. So, Ooh. there you have it. So, so, and I will go ahead and you know what? After based on, and John, based upon, based upon hearing what you just said right here. I've actually made another uh, big-time decision here. The winner of that match, John, will have the first shot at the belt. Wow. So, John, you will have a first shot at the NWUS Nitro title against either whoever wins this belt between Bobby and JD. So, there you go. Oh, so yeah. So, 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 there you go. So And believe it or not, Bobby actually looked this up, and he found it. So there you go. So there you go. Okay, so there you have it there, guys. Okay. All right. All right. So John, just be just be sitting in the wings there. We'll keep you apprised when we do this match here between Bobby and JD. Whoever wins, 
that person will defend the belt against you will be the first challenger for that title. So there you go. All right. All right. All right. Okay, John, uh, thank you very much there, sir. Indeed, we got your, your picks in right here, and we'll keep you apprised as to what the title hunt will be for this prediction title challenge for both the NXT show and the Royal Rumble this weekend. We'll keep you apprised of that, sir, and we'll let you know, of course, on the radio on Monday. So there you go. But All we right. Do. And with that, I have nothing to add. I hope this weekend's going to be some good, good fun and wrestling. And I will talk to you guys on Monday. All right, Bye. John. We thank, we thank you very much. And John, keep in mind, ECWS, This Is Extreme, is where the video will be for Revolution tomorrow night. So just keep okay. That in mind. Okay, there you All go. Right. Yes, sir. And before I, before I leave, I want to say one thing. Sure, good. Are you ready? No, I said, are you <laughs> Then, I, I love it. for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching at home, <laughs> let's get ready to roll but let's not forget, let's not forget let's get ready to suck it i know i know i just wanted to add them i just wanted to add, add that for for fun that's good though i like that too that was very good, yeah. very good. all right happy right. royal rumble week talk to you on monday happy on monday there john have a good weekend we'll talk at you here on yep. already Thank you, sir. All right. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, leaving us for the night. We do. We will talk to him, of course, on Raw Radio on Monday. JD, anything else you wish to add, sir, before we close up shop here for the night? No, we will continue to update you with the uh, Antonio Brown issue, but we can tell you he has now turned himself into police power, and right now I believe he is in... Uh, like I said, being questioned by the police right now as we speak. Folks, we will continue to update you with this breaking story tomorrow on Revolution. And let's just say it's becoming more and more of a headache than ever before now. Thank you very much there, J.D. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we do thank you for joining us here tonight for episode 238 of NWO Wolfpack. I definitely want to thank, of course, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, as well as the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. Uh, for joining us here tonight. Uh, <clears throat> of course, also, I do want to thank our folks, especially as far as, especially guys from, of course, John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Illustrated uh, page, of course, for joining us here tonight there as well, including, of course, uh, Mr. Anthony Chobot, Mr., uh, let's see here, Justin Lewis Fleming, uh, also with Mr. Eric Schwartz, uh, also Mr. Duano Smith as well, also John himself. Also, I do want to also we'll give him a good quick plug here as well. A the GM of the Heaven Wrestling Federation and also of course the master of his own two pages, of course, here on Facebook, as well as a w, another WWS Hall of Famer here. Of course, our good friend Captain Dave Spieler. JD, a quick plug for Captain Dave, please. Yes, the Captain Cars podcast. You definitely don't want to miss it for all your independent wrestling needs. Tell him JD the Iceman sent you however. And you will definitely enjoy it, however, as the Captain's Corners podcast will be in rare form. 
Thank you very much here, JD. Uh, of course, I have a couple of quick plugs. I will mention, of course, don't forget the perpetual uniquity on eBay, uh, ebay.com forward slash str forward slash perpetual uniquity, P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y. Of course, internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. Uh, of course, we almost 165 items, of course, per currently present there on the page. Uh, <clears throat> And of course, uh, of course, more to come here, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to keep an eye out on, on of course, all the all the great deals we got. Hey man, I'm working on our music right now, ladies and gentlemen. So bear with me. Thank you very much, JD. Also, though, like I said, like I said, be sure to check out Perpetual Uniquity, like we said, of course, on eBay. And also, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, to check out uh, Bulldog DVD sales and variety, of course, on Facebook, facebookcom forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD sales variety. Of course, where we have right now, even as we speak, uh, DVDs and Blu-rays with one or two discs. Of course, you can get those for one dollar. And of course, DVDs and Blu-rays with three or more discs in the set, you can have you can go for that for two dollars. Of course, we have all different varieties, ladies and gentlemen, everything from sports, wrestling, music, uh, seasons of different TV shows. Of course, on DVD and Blu-ray, and of course, movies of different genres, everything from children's and, and animated movies to western. To horror, to drama, to comedy, to action, adventure, to science fiction, you name it, it's all there. Also, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, uh, four DVDs for the price of three, $3 special on the course of four discs that we have, of course, a movie starring the one and the only Arnold Schwarzenegger. Of course, Smart Commando. people by the governor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Commando, Predator, Total Recall, and The Running Man, four of his best movies right there. Of course, if you could, of course, Conan the Barbarian and the Terminator, of course, were also his good, were also great movies. But these four right here, of course, like I said, four of his classics from the 80s and 90s. Check them out here. Of course, like I said, come talk, come talk to us, and like I said, we'll, let's talk, we'll talk shop here. And if you're interested in that, please feel free to, to, to come check us out. All DVDs and Blu-rays, of course, check that by yours truly, Mr. WSWS, and all all of them are in good. At working condition, ladies and gentlemen, nothing wrong with them at all whatsoever. If there was, I wouldn't have them on the page. Keep that in mind there as well. Remember, at Bulldog DVD sales and variety, we take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Be sure to check us out here today. And of course, Wolfpack episode 238 is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here on talkshoot.com, where we, are, of course, are four years older and continuing to be bolder. Radio network and we can, continues to be. Sorry, and we can tell you we have an we up. Sorry, we do have an update on the Antonio Brown issue. He did turn himself into jail about an hour and fifteen minutes ago uh, on three criminal charges because of his incident. He will not be released without bond tonight, so he will be spending the night in jail. And he came in wearing a blue turquoise suit. Believe it, a blue turquoise suit. Believe it or not, I mean this is a guy who is very troubled. We've talked about in the past, but. He will be spending the night in jail, and I'm sure he will have a hearing sometime tomorrow. So we will update you on Revolution tomorrow night, an update on this whole story. But he continues to get bizarre and bizarre more and more, and this is the latest of it. Thank you very much there, of course, GD. Of course, like I said, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, WCW is 2015, your source for everything going on in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. It is, of course, the one and the only WCWS radio network and now with a very special closing theme tonight of course for wolfpack 238 the ice manager d now brings that here to you 
Well, we'll have that tomorrow to begin, actually, because I decided another good theme, but I think everyone's going to like this one. This is still a good theme, Carlos, so I think everyone's going to like it. Though. Go ahead. All right, let's see. Much there, great closing. There. Oh, there it is. <laughs> okay, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, remember, talk, we'll be back on Revolution tomorrow night from 9 to 11 p.m. Be sure not to miss out. This is, of course, the WCWS Radio Network. Have a good evening, folks. We'll talk at you on the flip side. Take care and God bless. Have some folders. <laughs> yeah.